This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post game podcast. All right, here we go. We do a podcast for you on a gloomy Monday, but we're all filled with sunshine. What's up, Al? Oh, hi there, Jerry. Uh, I went to Costco over the weekend. I actually went Sunday morning. And I was uh, wanted to get some thoughts from you, Jerry, on this, because this morning, during one of the commercial breaks, I actually Googled how to contact Costco. Oh, God. Because I really think I can improve Costco. Like, I think legitimately I can help the store. And I couldn't find anyone to talk to. They don't want to hear from you. No, they don't want to hear from me. (laughs) So it got me wondering, do you think there's a department at Costco where they talk about ways to, specifically to me, they've got to figure out how the line works. Like I don't have a problem with our lines. And, and they're Hazlitt. failing at the lines. Not at our place. They have someone dedicated to put you in the proper line to keep it moving. They do a really good job, actually. How so? So there's someone that is in charge. When you come up the aisle yeah. to where you're going to go to the lanes, they tell you, they take a look and they send you to the shortest they line. They tell you which line to go yeah. to. You it's don't out, choose. No, it's outstanding. Okay, good. Very easy. And then they have, I guess it's six self-checkouts. That one, I don't have a million things. There's always one or two available. That's made it easy as much as I don't like the self-checkout. I don't feel like the self-checkout is replacing people at Costco. It do, it helps it as opposed yeah. to other places where there are no employees anymore. Yeah, I like self-checkout if the people who are going to use the self-checkout know what they're doing. Well, that's true, but too. But a lot of times you get up there and the people people who have no business being in self-checkout are in self-checkout. Yeah. Now, my Costco, this is good to know that your Costco does it differently, cause, Jerry, because maybe I can just reach out to my Costco in Ocean, what the hell, Ocean Township, mm-hmm. Route 66, I go. Um, that's It's just chaos. It's just a large group of people showing up to and a line. And you just go figure out where to go. Yeah. yeah. And some of the line is lining up in one area where it goes all the way to the back of the store. Other people are coming from another area, oh, not waiting in lines. That sounds horrible. It is horrible. You also made the mistake of going on a Sunday morning. I did. You you go on a Tuesday afternoon. Yeah. It is a lovely experience. Yeah, I know. I know, Jerry. But um, it also got me thinking, like, if you have gone to, uh, it sounds like your Costco does a similar situation to, like, what Home Goods does, the Home Goods Marshals, where they have... This enormous one line. Yes. And when you get up, they have a lot of cash cashiers. I love that idea, too. And it tells you, uh, please enter, uh, what is it? Cashier cashier four, please. Yes. Yeah. And during the holidays, it's phenomenal. Yeah, because even if it's a huge line. Keeps it moving. It's moving. Yes, I agree. I don't want to pick my line because then I choose, I get behind some loser. Mm -hmm. I happen to agree with you. Yeah. Kohl's doesn't do that, but Kohl's has someone directing you where to yeah. go. And that works, too, for me. Just I'm like gonna, Costco. I'm it, legitimately going to reach out to my Costco. I like assistance. Yes. the lines. I'm going to say I heard yeah. that other Costco's do it this way. Because I get a lot of anxiety when I have to deal with all any type of line, which is why I love going to Stop and Shop for my groceries. Because in Stop and Shop, this is another idea that Costco could use. The scanner. Scanner. You scan your items as you go. Then when you go to checkout, all you need to do is scan your scan uh, your scan code, and then you're done. Yeah. I, I My guess is a lot of those places don't love that because of theft. Yeah. They must have decided somewhere along the way that they expect a certain amount of theft. Well, that's it, like that in any store. But I'm saying even like when they go, okay, Stop and Shop says we're going to start doing scanners, that 
they have to go, okay, we're going to do scanners. Uh, we expect this is going to lose us an additional certain amount of money, but also move people through. Maybe we gain money. Hey, where'd all those Fiji apples go? We're only seeing that it's the uh, Red Delicious ones being sold. Yeah, right. <laughs> then you end up right. You scan like regular fruit and vegetables as opposed to organic. Absolutely. Now, every once in a while, you do get uh, audited at my stop and shop. Okay. And I feel great about that because I don't mind. Go ahead, test me. Test right, well, me. you're not one that's trying to I'm get one stealing. over on them. Right. It's funny, at um, at Dearborn, uh, two weeks ago, not this Sunday, last Sunday, so weekend, eight days ago, I used the, in the morning, I will go to the register where the where the women are unless there's a line and the free check, the self-checkout's available. It's 8 yeah. o'clock in the morning on a Sunday. For me, it's easy. So last Sunday, there were a few people online. I'm like, oh, I'll use the self-checkout. That's fine. So for whatever reason, I was doing my... My, my protein bars, and one was not scanning. And then finally it scanned, and when I put it on the thing, it said, you know, please put it in the bagging area, which it was. So I picked it up, and it was fine. So I put it back in the carriage. I went through the entire order, $75 worth of stuff, and I bagged everything here, but there was the one thing that I already scanned that was sitting in the cart. So I paid, I put the bag, and as soon as I turned, um, you forgot your the protein bar. I'm like, no, no, actually, I didn't. I said the weight thing, and she goes, okay, can I see your receipt? She was very nice. And all I said to her was, I'm like, ma'am, I just spent $78. Do you really think I'm trying to steal a $1.75 protein bar right in plain view? Right. And she goes, I know. She goes, you have no idea, though, what kind of people are out there. And she saw it, and she's like, have a nice day. It was fine. I'm like, come on. I'm going to leave it right there for you to see and try and steal a dollar fifty when I'm spending eighty bucks. So many people, when I see them at the stop and shop self checkout, they 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 shouldn't be there. They don't know what they're doing. <laughs> I want to I want to just volunteer my time and be in the front of stop and shop and say, "It's tremendous if you show up in a stop and shop t shirt and put a name tag on." And say, "I wonder if anybody would say anything to you." They wouldn't. If I showed up in a stop and shop t shirt with a name tag. No, I could just stand there and tell people, try the scanner. You should do that once. Just that would be try for hilarious. digital. <laughs> yes, we'd have to hide the camera. Yeah. Because you can't, you can't have Gallo sitting there videoing right. you. Right. It has- hide the camera in a spot where it's not noticeable and see how long it takes for the manager to be like, who hired that guy? It'd be like when they put, like, you know, Saquon Barkley at Dick's Sporting Goods yeah. and they have him selling his jersey. That's right. I'd just be like, I noticed you didn't grab the scanner. How much easier? Like, I'm waiting for somebody, because this is how it happened for me. You want to train people. I saw people scanning, Mm -hmm. and I asked somebody, I go, what is this? And they told me. No one asks me in a crowded area where we're doing self-checkout, and I've got a carriage full of stuff. I just walk up and go, boop, and and pay. No one says, wait, what do you, how did you do that? Yeah. I would love to train people on that. I'm just wondering, like, do you think at corporate Costco, is there a department where they work on making the experience better for people? I, I don't know. My you know, guess Jerry. would be yes, but I don't I have no oh, idea. Jerry, when I retire from radio, I'm going right to one of these corporate headquarters, and I'm just going to... Stand outside, let me in. <laughs> I'll just show up there with a Costco t-shirt and a name badge. Perfect. And then you're in. Yeah. You got to find out who the guy you're speaking to is, so that you know I have an appointment with him. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. I have an appointment. I'm like, <laughs> hi. I'm not even going to charge you guys, but I'm like a self. I should. I could just create my own business, call As myself a, 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 a self-sufficiency expert or something. Oh, I like that. Efficiency That's expert. Cool. An efficiency expert. That's pretty efficiency good. Efficiency expert. And I just any place I go to in my life that is inefficient to me, I go to a deli. I go to and offer your services. I just say, listen, this place is a mess. I can help you. Gets a couple Which of would be great ropes. in some cases, and in other cases, you would insult the crap out of them. Yeah, they would toss your ass out. Oh yeah, like if I went to a pizza place and told them they didn't, they weren't doing it correctly. <laughs> the thing that used to drive me the most crazy at the supermarket is if you went when it wasn't crazy busy, and you 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 went up to the deli and and you, they're not using the tickets. Right, that drives me nuts. And the, who is next? That's not my job. I, Use the numbers. Uh, and you're all looking at each other. Yeah. Were, were you, you here first? Is it me? Mm-hmm. I, I'll I'm go. And I, I hate that. And I have 19 different cheeses and hams I'm getting. That's the other thing that is annoying. It, and people want to buy what they got to buy. Yeah. But that takes time. 
So if you go somewhere and there's only two people working and there's eight people waiting. Oh, my God. And one person wants ham, salami, bologna, cheddar cheese, American cheese, Munster cheese, and some salads. Like, dude, you're taking up 25 minutes. Yes. But they're also getting what they want to get. Right. I know. it's uh, And a lot of the stores now, some of them have the kiosks, yes. right, where you go in. Others, like my sister does, she orders on the app the deli items first. And waiting for her. And then they're waiting for you. That's very smart. That way you don't have to yeah, go it's through good. that whole thing. So things are improving, Jerry, at the supermarkets. Yeah, I don't really go to the supermarket anymore, so I don't. But they're not there yet. No, and I'm so excited, Jerry. If you could, if you could reach out to your Costco guy, or man no, or woman, I'm good. Jerry, it's 2023. It could be a woman also. I'm good. And just give me their name because then I'm going to reach out to my Costco person and say, reach out to Hazlitt Costco. They've got a person that's figured out how to run this line correctly. Yeah, I'm going to let you you handle that. I got to call two places now. Uh, yes, I'm. Well, she's 45. Yes, I'm. I'm good. I might just walk into the Costco. Can I talk? Is there? A, do you think there's one person managing that Costco? No, there's got to be a team. Right? I would think you probably have three managers. Team of managers. Yeah, I would think you have a day, a night, and a, an after shift. You can't manager. expect one person to manage a Costco. No, too, big, also of, say, too big of a place. Let's expand the hours. 10 o'clock you're opening up in the morning? Like, I like their hours. Pick it up. No, I, I think it's good. They actually have holidays off if you work there. That's the one thing I do like about them, that at least they still keep something sacred. I do like that. I don't think it's right for employees to have to go work in a supermarket on Thanksgiving. Mm-mm. Like, figure it out and get your orders and all taken care of before Thanksgiving morning. I mean, think about if you worked in retail. Yeah. You always could at least say you had Thanksgiving. Yes. And now they open up at 6 p.m. on Thanksgiving night. Right. Who the hell <laughs> wants to go in a store on Thanksgiving night to work? Like, Black Friday was bad enough. Yes. Now you're adding this Thursday night component to it. Why would you're anybody right. want to work in retail? I don't know. Honestly. Sounds like a terrible it's job. It's awful. It really is. And I know you, if you have to, I get it. Yeah. But look for something else because that stinks. Yeah. The work in retail sounds brutal. You're dealing with jerks all day long right yeah yeah and i think it's obviously as these bigger stores get more and more of the market share they do whatever they want if you can if you were going to go work in a supermarket which department would you want to go work in i I did work in a supermarket yeah i know you did but which like when you worked there was there were you envious of another department i actually did never wanted to work in a department i liked what i did you stocked shelves yeah overnight yes so i did inventory and that i was all over the place one night I'd be in aisle seven with all the soaps and shampoos, which smelled great. Other nights, the one night you, I'll tell you what you don't want, the freezer. Oh, man. You freeze your ass off. <laughs> That's true. Like middle of summer, you are, you got to show up with a with a sweatshirt and a jacket. You're in and out of the, the big box freezer, the big freezer box, and then you're constantly opening those doors. And when you're stocking, your hands get cold. I had to do that a few nights, and I remember that was I was filling in for the freezer guy. Yeah, freezer the, guy needed a day that off. That was awful. God, I hated that. That was the my my first job was working at Food Town. Mm-hmm. I was uh, sixteen, and I remember being so shocked by the bakeries department when I had to deal with the frozen before it would get cooked, and I realized how tiny the rolls are before they get cooked and expand. Yeah, yeah. I was like, these are rolls. Yeah, they were just like little balls of dough. And then they just pop. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't want to work in the deli. No, me neither. You're touching slimy me meat. Mm-hmm. You're dealing with a, a very sharp object that could cut your hand. I would, you know, it's a, it's a great aisle, the chip aisle. Chips? All the boxes are light. Ooh. So packing out is not, like, if you work in the, I remember I did the soda aisle. Heavy That's as heavy. hell. And it's box after box after box. And they used to come in, uh, you'd get six two liters. In what was called the case spec, I don't know if it's yeah. The same I think now. I think it's still the same, unless you got twelve one liters, um, and it was it was just heavy, and everything you did it put a strain on your back. Chip aisle is great. That's awesome. Yes, chip aisle, Baked and then goods aisle. The other problem too, if you're not stocking shelves in the overnight like you were doing, and you're doing it during the day, is people pe- people ask where is the yeah. well. Also, they're shopping, and you're trying to work. Yeah, it's not easy. A one you wouldn't think of as one of the worst aisles to work in, the aisle, probably, I would probably be cereal in some places, but when you when you have to pack out syrup because 
every night there's a broken bottle of syrup <laughs> and you end up with syrup all over yeah. your hands and it's just hard to come oh, off. Oh god, that would sometimes the boxes would have syrup all over them from one that broke. You'd reach in and grab one there'd be oh that you wouldn't think of that, but yeah. that was that was a bad one too. I felt manly when I was working at drug fair and I had to work the uh condom aisle? No, not that was nerve wracking. Oh. Uh, I never really got to do the condom aisle. I did have to do the female um like a tampon aisle, which I didn't like because I felt a woman shouldn't have to come down the aisle to and shop while a 16-year-old pimple-faced kid is with a thin sure. leather tie on is stocking the shelves. But when I could work the automotive department, Jerry, oh, yeah, sure. and I was putting uh, the oil up. Oh, I was putting up the oil, <laughs> hoping funny. that a guy didn't walk in and ask me a recommendation for oil. I'm like, I have no idea, <laughs> this bro. This one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no, that's then, interesting. Two cycle oil for my car. I never heard that before. Yeah, I tr- promise you, it's great. Yeah, and then when drug fair would be running specials on oil and people would want, and, and you get so much oil in. Oh, yeah. And oh. again, heavy. Heavy. Those cases are heavy as hell. Heavy, and like you said with the syrup, one's always leaking. Yeah. One is always leaking on, leaking on me, Jerry. No doubt. Hmm. And also in that aisle, you got to do the car windshield washer fluid. Yeah. Big two liters of that. Yep. Or the gallons, whatever they are. Yep. Yeah. You had to make sure the book was there so people could look up their car to see what kind of oil filter to get, air filter. Yep. That is true. Wiper blades. Wiper blades have become more and more of a pain in the ass. Sure have. Used to be so easy. Yes. Now it's like the book's 9,000 pages. (laughs) Holy crap. I went to AutoZone uh, six, seven months ago. To replace Kim's wiper uh, in the front of her truck in the expedition. I'm like, I don't even know what I'm looking at. I used to do this with my eyes closed. I'm like, do you have it? Don't you? There's 900 of them. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. And there's all different brands. Like, what is the yes. difference between these brands? Oh, Rain-X, Bosch. I mean, all these different kinds. And then, like, I drive a very, uh, I don't drive a unique car. And I can't get a back wiper really? blade unless I order it from the car manufacturer. Oh, interesting. It's funny because like Kim, Kim's back wiper on the on the expedition yeah. is, is ripped. I got to get her a new one. I just never think of it except when yes. I'm in the car and it Correct. rains. Um, like this morning. Yeah. So I need to actually, I told her I put that on the list for this week. See if I remember. It's it on, on the list. It is on the list, though. Usually when I have a list, I'm pretty good. I hate that windshield wipers. Like when you put brand new wiper blades on, oh, my God, it's mm-hmm. heavenly, right? You're like, for like oh a week. God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's about it. For like a week. That's why you got to keep putting Rain-X on the windshield. Yeah. Because then the water just beads away. Yes. But we don't. I, I don't. I don't either. I do it like once a year. I'm like, oh, this is all. I'm going to do this every two <laughs> weeks. Then 12 months later, eh, I forgot to do that. <laughs> I know. It sucks. Yep. Because you have beautiful new wiper blades. Ah, oh, man. You ain't kidding. That's one of, the, one of the few enjoyments of having a car. Clean wiper blades, Jerry. Yeah, it's fair. I did get. Uh, I did go to Safe Flight Repair, Safe Flight Replace. Safe Flight Repair. Three weeks ago. Yeah. Already have a crack in the windshield. Pebble took it. I mean, I, I can't Pebble. win. It's not that big a deal. It is small. But you just got a brand new. I just got it. Like, come on. $700. I just got it done. You know what sucks for my car now? My Safe Flight Repair, Safe Flight Replace. I have to bring it and leave it at the place. Oh, they won't come? Oh, because of where you are? No, because of the... My... Uh, the rear view mirror that attaches to the windshield has the this sort of sight in it so it knows how far the car in front of me is so that all has to be reset oh, okay and they have to do that at the place got it sucks jerry that does suck well hope you don't get the broken windshield safe light repair safe light replace yeah they should sponsor our five o'clock hour we love them we do we do what a genius idea the safe light five o'clock hour is brought to you by yeah. safe light repair safe light replace. and we don't even sing the jingle safe light we would replace. we love it like the two of us, legit, we smile when we think about it. What a great, what a great company that is. Do you think you'd like that job going to replacing windshields? Um, I like the idea of it because you're working by yourself. Yeah, I do like the idea of that. Right. You know, and you accomplish something, right? You you put the windshield on. But I also are feel happy. like I'm the type of customer that just lets them be. Yeah. I think what I'm saying sounds good. But I could also see many people that sit there and just watch them do the job. Especially if it's like your uh, bougie car. Yes. So I don't know. And then you could go through your spiel and be like, don't go through a car wash for 48 hours. Yeah, no, I don't. I think too many people suck. Yeah. That might actually take the fun out of that. What if you got a hot chick that needed a, that you got to talk to? Safe light. Oh, your uh, safe light's all repaired, man. cat. What's the difference? She'd be like, Where's that going? How you doing? Mind if I come in for some water? 
safe light repair, safe light replace. So now you're inviting yourself in for yeah, water. for water. Okay. And then what awful. happens when Gina finds out about this? <laughs> it was awfully warm out there, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> you're so stupid. <laughs> well, you take your pants off? <laughs> uh, may I use your bathroom? I have to do a big poopy. Oh, <laughs> sorry, You're such Jerry. a jackass. You safe really light are. repair. You wouldn't even buy repair. condoms in front of a woman, and you're going to tell no. her that you got to do that. I would not. Of course you wouldn't. You're funny. By the way, do you know how to advertise on X? No. No. Okay. I figure you were the person to ask. No. I used to only like to buy when uh, me and my friend, well, my friend John would be the one buying the penthouse magazines. <laughs> okay. Because I couldn't go up to that. We, we, now this is going to be a compliment. We would only go to the convenience stores that had foreigners working at the counter because we found they were not judging us. Okay. They didn't care. They didn't care. Right. They, they were selling them. Correct. They didn't care. You said, oh, I'll take the penthouse because you had to ask for it. It was sure. behind the counter. No judge. It was like uh, Planet Fitness. No judgment no zone. No judgment zone. Yep. All right. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm up. Okay. Be back here tomorrow. So- Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Manning back, steps up, heaves one down the middle of the field, into the end zone, and Mix makes the catch for the touchdown! He went up with the big hands and caught it on the Hail Mary on the final play of the half. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, nice to have you with us. It's Monday, Monday, Monday. The Eddie Scazzeri. What is up? But across from me, his name is Al Allen Dukes, and I've got an announcement to start. Refunds for everybody. Yes, Jerry. What's that's up, a Al? Great idea. My God. I actually was laughing. I was, was horrible. Uh, by myself watching this game. You know, horrible. Gina was in and out. Yeah. I- I was laughing at yeah. what was going on in this game. I made Danny White and Kevin Ray laugh on our uh, Compass Media Network's broadcast because um, my final uh, sports update of the Cowboy game in the fourth quarter, I left the Giants-Jets for the last game, and I said, and guys, in a game that is setting the NFL back 100 years, <laughs> it was just, the Giants are leading the Jets 10-7. Oh. I've never seen such terrible Horrible. all-around football. Yeah, no, this, was, this is the funny thing about prices of sporting events. So when sporting events decide that they're going to start charging you hundreds of dollars for tickets, they say it's entertainment. If you want to go see Broadway, it's entertainment. Yet when you see crap like that, it's not, well, you know, these are real guys playing real sports. So is it entertainment or is it sports? Somewhere in the middle is the truth, and these ticket prices are outrageous for that slop that we saw yesterday. Yeah, and I heard that Robert Tassala clip at the top of the hour there where he goes they about how bad the game was, and he said they don't ask how, they ask how many for wins. Which is true. 
Not really. No, no, no. That is true. No, that is true. Because if I if I pull out any season and I ask you what was the record of a certain team and asked you about the games, you wouldn't remember. You'd look at the record and say, fine. So he's right. However, I want you know what I wanted to see? I wanted to see him banging the damn podium yesterday saying that's not a we won, that's not acceptable. I saw him at one point he just had his hands and he had like a looked like a wash rag in his hand in his on his eyeballs during the game cuz he didn't want to watch anymore I guess. <laughs> but I don't understand the Zach Will he Zach Wilson is horrible. Yeah, he can't make a decision. He holds the ball way too long. But then somehow in the last minute of the game and then in overtime got the ball downfield. Makes I don't a couple under- of plays. I don't, I don't understand and I've seen this. We've seen this now a couple of weeks with yep. the Jets because callers have brought this up to me when I, before I realized it. When when he, I don't know, something happens when he doesn't have time to think. To think he can make some plays. Yep. But it's just so bad yeah. to watch for fifty nine minutes yesterday. That was one of the. Oh, I shouldn't say one of because the Giants decided they weren't after the injury to Tyrod Taylor. They decided they literally decided we're not throwing the ball. Um, and they threw for as a team, I think it was minus eight yards because of the sack yard. Yeah, minus nine. You see, yeah, I mean, just horrendous. Um, the Jets did try to throw the ball, and he was awful. And it's, again, he just holds on to the ball. He takes sack. There was one sack, I think, where you're referencing. I know you're being funny with Salah not wanting to watch anymore, but I think it was the, was it the fourth down sack that pretty much ended the game, you thought. The one at Kayvon. Uh, yeah. yeah where he, down. he basically was like, get rid of the ball. Like, Throw it out of bounds. Throw it in the air. Do something. Don't take the sack. Oh, just. Oh, well, I know you couldn't have thrown it out. He didn't need to just throw it up to someone. And then my horrible. main man, Vinny DeVito, came in. Hey, Jerry. <laughs> yeah, no, Tommy DeVito. What are you? Oh. He looked like Dice. I felt bad for him. Does Here's my questions for the Giants regarding uh, Dice DeVito. <laughs> The Giants know one of the knocks on Tyrod Taylor is he can't stay healthy. Correct. Okay. Yeah. So Tyrod Taylor has now been quarterbacking for two weeks. Yeah. Were you not ever thinking that there's a chance Tyrod Taylor goes down? So it's really interesting you say that. I'm going to see if I can find the clip because he was asked specifically, Brian Dable was asked specifically, specifically about that. I'm not sure which one it is, but... The question was, given his history of injury, why not sign? Because Matt Barkley, I guess, came in and tried out. They obviously have a previous relationship. Why wouldn't you have signed him? And Dable didn't really answer much of the question. Otherwise, we'll deal with that tomorrow. But I think it's a legit question. If you know the guy has had trouble staying on the field, the notion that that is your backup quarterback and he can't throw? Last time I checked, that's kind of important. And if he's not going to throw, which clearly, first of all, the, for the Jet defense was annoying because you knew Barkley was getting the ball every time, and they still let him go up the that middle That one a drive. Times. They come out of halftime. You know the game's going. You know the ball's going to Barkley on every play, and they ran right down their throats. And at that point, why not just get like get um, uh, Dice DeVito off the field? And do the Wildcat. And have an extra blocker or an extra receiver they said that something. On the, yeah, they said that on the TV broadcast. I don't know if it was Matt Ryan or, or Tiki. One of them said, clearly the Giants are not going to throw the ball. Just put Barkley behind center. Yeah, I, I, just, I really don't understand what DeVito does during the week. Like, what is he doing during the I week? I don't know. Is I, he not throwing the ball? I don't does know. He, why do you have him on the team? Uh, I don't know. Um, because, I mean, he did play quarterback at Illinois. Okay. Right, so but he had to have done something. I don't know. I guess. Let's see. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up and the, and Illinois is the Big Ten. It's not like he's playing it. You know, we talk about this kid in Chicago who played it. What what school? What school was that? Any for Bajent Southern University? Or no, something? he went to uh, Shrewsbury or something. <laughs> I think he went to Shrewsbury High School in New Jersey. <laughs> I don't think he and went. they kept going to Vinny, uh, Vinny uh, Tommy DeVito. Uh, he went to Bosco Prep. Oh, and he's a local kid. But you've been dying to do this all day, haven't I'm you, Ben? I'm over here now. <laughs> so, handing the ball off. So he went to Syracuse. for. So he played at Syracuse for four years and then played at Illinois last season. Um, I'm going to answer your question with a question. All right. Okay. Not a lot of stats. Now, at Syracuse, he played in 
2019, he played in 12 games. All right, last year, Illinois, he did play play in 13 games. He threw for 15 touchdowns and four interceptions. He did throw for 2,700 yards. So they had to have seen something. He clearly can throw the ball. My guess is he's getting no reps in practice, and he wasn't ready. I don't know. Al, I don't know. I saw a pack of cigarettes tucked in his... uh... You know, up in that shoulder pad area. <laughs> he was smoking, Jerry, during the breaks. How many of these you got? I'm just curious. That's really you, all. Once you start doing Little Miss Muffet, <laughs> Little I'm Miss turning Muffet. my mic off. Oh, <laughs> someone with this chick. Oh, my God. <sighs> so I, I can't answer your question. I don't. Like, Brock Purdy comes in and plays quarterback quite well. No, who the hell is Brock Purdy? He's now a household name. Right. So it ha- that dude on the who's wearing the Houston Oilers uniform yesterday. Oh, Will Levis. Will Levis. He threw for four touchdowns. Yeah. I, I don't know. The only thing I can guess is he's not given the reps, and when he gets out there, he's like a deer in headlights until so until it slows down for him. I don't know. But you go back to preseason, he played well. Well, think that was clearly they just didn't. They, they trust didn't him. Give him right. They did not trust him. Now, I would say if the liquored up kicker makes a kick, the Giants win the game. Yeah. And you could make the case that this game plan from football out of the 1920s <laughs> would have worked. As horrific as it was, the Giants would be three and five today instead of two and six. Two and six. Tremendous. Two and six. And they go to Vegas to play the Raiders. I really thought that game was going to end 10 10. Oh, that's what I was hoping for. When we got to overtime, I was like, please end in a tie. Please. I'm rooting for a tie. I thought we were going to get it until you saw the catch by Garrett Wilson at midfield, and then you figured, all right. And the penalty. That's another thing, too. So a couple of things here. Number one, Kayvon Thibodeau plays great. But no one, maybe I know McMonagall was into it. I, I assume he mentioned it. Not many people are talking about his offsides. You know, they the Jets get the ball with what twenty four seconds to go or whatever, however yeah, much twenty four, right? And they complete a pass in the middle of the field with no timeouts left. And if not for Kayvon Thibodeau jumping off sides and them having a free play, that clock doesn't stop. And the Jets are either going to have to trot Zerloin out there for like a sixty five yard attempt or throw a hail mary. They're not getting another playoff like they did. So as great as Thibodeau was, and he was, he had whatever it was, three sacks, three quarterback hits, I think nine tag. he was all over the place. His offsides penalty call, you could also make the case, was a very big part in them losing that game too. And then I saw Mr. Boomer Esiason's Twitter account this morning that uh, when the Jets were, the seconds were counting down in regulation. The pass play to Alan Lazard, I think you're talking about. Uh, yeah, where then Zach Wilson goes up to spike the ball with one second to play. Yeah, The Jets' center is the one who put the ball down, not the ref. Yeah, no kidding. And the ref just came over and tapped it. Yeah, and like sprinted. And that shouldn't have that should have run out, yeah? I would think so. Oh, when yeah, he, what a game, Jerry. When he first caught the ball, I did have it on. My first, I was literally yelling at the TV for him, just go down because you're wasting time. And when he did get tackled, I'm like, oh, that's it. The game's over. Never thinking that what would happen happened. And I'm not even so sure they didn't stop the clock prematurely. But... Whatever. What a wild game, Jerry. And then you also had, uh, real quick, because I did find this funny. Yeah. Um, you had at the two-minute warning. So after uh, Kayvon Thibodeau records his third, I think it was his third sack that he recorded, you had uh, on the radio broadcast uh, this with Bob Papa Howard Cross and Carl Banks. Two minutes to go. It'll be second and 20 for the Jets at their own 31 as we check in with Howard Cross. I mean, Banks, Thibodeau, I mean, he's really not that good. He doesn't take over the game like a Michael Parsons. I'm just going to keep my <laughs> I'm gonna keep my lips zipped. <laughs> he's having a good old laugh for himself. But as you said, Jerry, his his offside yeah. is a key it was point a, of them losing. It was a very big play that really he's not getting much. Like the Thibodeau media um, portion by his locker that they posted online, I don't know if he was asked about it. But the three minutes that was online, he wasn't asked about it. It was all about his his previous dominance. Well, yeah, I mean, being stunned that they lost and, you know, how well the defense played and all those different questions you would ask, like what happened on the final uh, series for the Jets to get down the field. 
But in the three minutes that was posted online, no one asked him about jumping off sides. I see some people second-guessing the Brian Dayball even going for the field goal yeah, that Gano missed because it was fourth and one, and they could have handed the ball to uh, Saquon Barkley. I, I would have tried for that field goal 100 times out of yeah. 100. A, you just gave this guy a big contract. B, he's been a really good kicker. I understand he's a little injured. Fine. Fair enough. Yeah. That was, an, as McMonagall also pointed out, that was basically an extra point in today's game. So if he can't make that kick and you can't protect that kick, you don't deserve to win. And the fact that you were going to give the ball to Saquon Barkley and the Jets would have known Saquon Barkley was getting the ball again, you're so sure that he was going to get that one yard? I'm not. I would have kicked that. Here's what I'm pretty sure of. You kicked that field goal, that game is over because the Jets were not capable of scoring a touchdown. Correct. So, no, I have no second guesses whatsoever. I thought that was the right call. Do you who who Jerry right now as we sit here on a Monday? Do you think will start the game for the Giants at quarterback? I don't know. I, I, I mean, it's got to be Tommy. It's, it's it, well, it won't be. I can't believe it's going to be Tommy DeVito. So they're going to bring a guy in who's not been on the team and start him. I think if you're asking me to give you an answer right now, yeah. I would say it'll be Matt Barkley because he knows Dable, knows the system, and I think could come in quickly and go run a more competent offense than what we Where saw. Where is he right now? I think he's a free agent. I don't think he's anywhere. Wow. And supposedly so he worked out last week. So him. then uh, I'm just very confused. So then why isn't he the third string Don't know. Well, they didn't sign him. No, but I'm saying why, why if he's they, they, better than Tommy the DeVito. The reporters asked him three times yesterday about Jeez, Matt Barkley, suck. and he just he said, we made the decision we made, and we'll talk about that tomorrow. So stupid. Then they asked him, who's your quarterback next week? He goes, don't have an answer for you right now. Now, yesterday, before the games, there was or over the weekend, there was some talk initially of, oh, maybe Daniel Jones would be back for the Raiders game. And then... It was week 10 against the Cowboys. Yeah. I heard that, too. So, do they rush him uh, along to get him ready for the Raiders? I mean, what's the point, anyway? The Giants two and are useless, uh, as Also, usual. what are the Giants going to look like after Tuesday? Trade deadline? Oh. Oh, oh. You know, is Barkley gone? I mean, I know I saw that they assured him they're not trading him. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? I don't know. You're two and six. You have no interest in giving him a long-term contract. They made that very clear. What, what? I mean, I know they offered him. I shouldn't say that. They did offer him a contract, but not one he was going to sign. So why would you keep him if you can get something of value for him? You're, you're not. If you were five and three, fair enough. If you were four and four, I got it. Even if they won yesterday, it's eh, three and five NFC's not. They're two and six, and they have no quarterback right now. <laughs> like the uh, last time I checked, that's not a great combination. Are you sure, Jerry? I'm pretty two sure. Two and six without a quarterback? Don't think that's very good. Hmm. Amazing. We almost got to November. I mean, the Jets actually have life, although it doesn't feel like it. They are so bad to did watch. You, did you by any chance hear the way? <laughs> now, keep in mind, this is a Jet show. Did you hear the way... The uh, the SNY Jets post game show started. I did not see this. Who's our hosts? So you got Gelbs, Bart Scott, Connor Hughes, Hughes, and you've got uh, Willie Cologne. I'm pretty sure this is the beginning of this. Listen, I have five. No, that's not it. Hold on, I want to make sure I get the beginning because this was pretty funny. Actually, by the way, as you set that up, Connor Hughes prematurely tweeted a Giants victory tweet. With all the stats and everything. Well, the game was over. Well, not really, Jerry. Oh, my God. All right, I don't have the exact beginning, right. but here they are where they were just incredulous to what they just watched. Listen, I have five-stage diarrhea. It's not because of the Chinese <laughs> food. It's because my stomach simply can't hold it anymore. What, like, what, that? what was that, Gelbs? <laughs> I, I don't we know. almost lost to a quarterback that didn't Listen. throw the ball. <laughs> They went, I mean, all in on just killing the Jets. I mean, there are some wild statistics from this game. Yeah. Four pass attempts for the Giants in the second half. Uh-huh. Yeah. 30 minutes of football, four attempts. And minus nine net yards passing. Yeah. How about the th- how about the third downs? Oh, yeah, the third downs. They started at one point. The two teams were a combined 0 for 26 on third down. The Jets were 2 for 15. Giants two for nineteen. That's right, four out of uh, that looks like uh, well, for 33. 20, 30, 30, 30, I yeah, believe 34. they started zero for twenty six. Like, what? 
That's not even f- – I don't know what that was yesterday. 24 punts, Jerry. 24. Yeah. Thomas Morstead was crying. He was crying? He was crying. Why is this? It's very emotional because I think he sees his career is coming to a oh, close soon. He he was outstanding yesterday, and it's just a it's a clo- this group close knit group. Oh, I see. Yeah, they're so very we'll, close knit. We'll get to that audio coming man. up in a little while. Yeah, this was a mess, man. <laughs> this was this whole thing. It's just they treated Tommy DeVito like you know when they go uh, like I kept hearing too on the Rockets. Uh, if Tommy DeVito goes down, Saquon Barkley's the emergency quarterback. They treated him like he was. Like a goalie that comes out of the stands to play goal for your team, like they didn't trust. The, it was like he was a he was just backup there. kicker that was being used to take snaps. Yeah. yeah, that's all they did. Just go take the snap, hand the ball off, don't screw it up. That's pretty much what it was. I like they would he would occasionally fake a pass. Yeah. Oh, good one, Tommy. I like the one where they had the. He dropped back, stood there, and they handed it off to Barkley as Barkley got his teeth handed. <laughs> that really worked. <laughs> and yeah. one of his attempts, he actually almost threw a pick. Yes. Down in his own And I feel like that zone. was the one where they, they were that like, was that's it. it. Yes. Tommy DeVito, you're done. That was it. So, anyhow, well, the uh, Jets did win. Great. All right, 520. We're just getting started. Week 8, the NFL almost complete. You got one more game tonight with the Lions uh, playing someone. Uh, we've got that and a whole lot more. Boomer and Geo coming up at 6 to break down the Jets and the Giants right here on The Fan. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, 5.30. Nice to have you with us. It is the warm-up show till 6. We got Boomer and Geo set to uh, go nuts, I'm sure, on that wonderful football game yesterday, if that's what we call it. We had a lot of injuries yesterday, Jerry. Tons of injuries. First of all, the Jets are down to their fourth-string center. Yeah, correct. Every time I looked up, another guy was got Darren Waller went out, who was like... Hamstring injury. Generally, the only target that the Giants have uh, as a re... uh, Yesterday, the only target was Saquon Barkley's stomach. Just hand him the ball. Take it. Hand him the ball. And then there was a bunch of uh, injuries around the NFL. Yeah. Kirk Cousins. That's right. uh, Achilles, it looks like. His Achilles. You had uh, the quarterback in Pittsburgh went down. Kenny Pickett. You had... Rib injury. uh, Yeah. uh, you had, uh, I wrote these down, Jerry, because I didn't want to uh, forget these. Uh, Tyrod Taylor, of course, Kirk Cousins. Which we Kenny talked Pickett, about. Yep. Yeah. So a lot of uh, guys going down there, Jerry, and a lot of uh, surprises in the NFL yesterday. I think you are, first of all, your Cowboys demolishing the, the Rams in that first half was just. In the way they did it. Like every which way. Every Offense. Which way. Defense scored, special teams blocking punts, getting safeties. The ball yeah. goes to the end zone. Then you get a big return. They actually had in that game as well, there was a punt return return for a touchdown that got called back. But, yeah, and I guess 43-20 had never been uh, a final score in the NFL before. That's true, which is the, what do they call that? Scoragami. Scoragami yeah. happened. Uh, the Niners lost their third string. Yeah, I was surprised. By what that was, was really surprising, Jerry. They lost their third string. Oh, third straight, yes. Third straight game, yeah. Yeah, I was surprised. To the Bengals. Yeah. That was really surprising. I, I thought, I don't remember who I picked. I think I picked San Francisco. I don't remember. I, I really don't remember. But, I actually have it right here, Jerry. You picked uh, the Niners. Yeah, I thought so. But Purdy throwing that one interception he threw that looked like nothing, looked like they were going to score the touchdown right around the five-yard line, and he throws it right into the left hand of the defender who tapped it up to himself and caught it. That was like, wow, for a kid who doesn't throw interceptions, and then I guess he threw him a back-to-back possession. So they're five. they went from 5-0 and oh after just killing the Cowboys, now 5-3. and three. I actually thought the Commanders are going to pull off a, Why would a win. You Why would you I had a, they were up fourteen three, I think, at one yeah, point well, early on. They whatever. were battling around, but yeah. come on, you had the no, Commanders. You had no faith in no, the Commanders. Winning. I did not. Nope. I think we were also misled by this uh, Chiefs Broncos game because earlier in the day, 
they kept showing pictures. Oh, with the snow. That the stands were covered in snow in Denver. The field was covered in snow. And then what happens when you go to the game? Nothing. Nothing. I agree. Nothing. It looked like a regular game. Sure did. It was cold. It was cold. So disappointing. Although the night before, up in uh, Fort Collins, the Air Force uh, Colorado State game was a true snow game. No, I know that. But what Al is saying is all morning they kept showing. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be a mess in Denver today. It's bad. Oh no, weather. it's nothing. They were, and they then were by just... the time it kicked off, yeah, there's no snow. Clickbait. No. Click yeah, clickbait. It was the NFL's version of clickbait. And Patrick Mahomes was sick. Yep, said he felt better, but he didn't look. I, I don't. I don't get. That. I really. I don't understand this league. Like Russell Wilson. You know what his numbers were yesterday? Not good, probably. Well, the Denver won twenty-four to nine. I was still guessing maybe not. He good. threw for a hundred yards. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I I don't know what goes on with some of these uh, games. It's very incons- it's a very inconsistent sport. Other than the Jets and Giants look terrible every week, <laughs> that part has been extremely consistent. That's been pretty consistent. <laughs> yeah, that's been very consistent. <laughs> yes, <laughs> uh, and then uh, uh, Eddie's Dolphins. Kept it rolling, and Tyree Kill is halfway to his, his two thousand yards. Yeah, right, he wants two thousand yards. He's halfway there, and we're only in uh, game eight for him. Yep, he's got every chance to do it. He's They're good. They really thousand. are. Yeah, they're a very good team. New England gave him a fight yesterday. I think that game was a little closer than the score uh, indicated. But Miami's good. They they got it. I know they didn't play great last week against the Eagles, but it seemed like they picked off right, picked up right where they had left off yeah. before it. So. Yeah, it was a big red zone day for me, Jerry. I had the red zone on, and then I had on my iPad Giants-Jets. Got it. Because that was just, I would look glance over at the iPad, have a, a, good, a uh, good laugh, a good giggle, and then go right back up to it, the... I mean, their words cannot explain how horrible that game was yesterday. And I was really someone who gets excited by uniforms, as you know. Yeah. And I was excited for the Houston Oilers uniforms. They did look good. They looked good, but it, the game was just so, like, I well, didn't... I didn't have a feel for it, even though, uh, what's his name, Will Levis? Will Levis had four touchdown passes. Four touchdown passes. I still, I, I was conf- it's confusing. If you're a if you're a casual viewer, you go up there, you're like, okay, Houston Oilers, and you're thinking it's the Texans, but it's the Titans. Yes, it was just yeah, it did look. You know what I actually liked more than anything, more so even than the uniforms, the logo at midfield. Yeah, I thought that looked really, and it made me think too, the Texans. Why didn't they take the Oilers? Were they not allowed to take the Oilers' Yeah, I name? think the Oilers owned it. Is that what it was? It's like when the Ravens left uh, or when the Browns went to Baltimore and became right. the Ravens. But then the Cleveland Browns there, came there back. There was some deal made with the city that they could keep the name for the expansion team. Well, Houston should have done that. They should have done that. Because it would have been cool. Oh, it would have been so awesome. It would have been cool, yes. But it was neat looking. I did. I did like the field. Yeah. The field looked good. Now, what's going on with Daniel Jones's neck injury? Where they go, uh, it's making his left arm weak. I, I don't, Al. I don't. What know. does that? I even don't know mean? because I listen to him talk to Kay Adams every Tuesday, yeah. press conferences. I want to be out there. I expect to be out there, and then we get to Saturday morning. He's not playing, and then you find out yesterday, uh, maybe week ten against the Cowboys, the, he's going to miss in half the season. I don't know. I, if, but if that's the case, if he's having any issues with one of his arms in relation to the neck. Shut him down. Shut it what down. What is the point? Man, the Cowboys, I would go, I'd be working the neck. You know how I would do that, Jerry, if I was. Uh, uh, he's like, a quarterback. He can't work anything these days. Micah Parsons. Did you see the roughing the passer penalty in the Steeler game on Trevor Lawrence? Uh, no. Yeah. Uh, now, I have, I've seen some embarrassing roughing the, passer, roughing the passer penalties. This one might take the cake. What was the story? I mean, it was Nothing a tackle really right, right into the stomach. Yeah. And they called roughing the passer, and I can't for the life of me figure out why. Yeah, I don't like that. It's it's all getting too much. The roughing the passer, the holdings, it's just tough to watch sometimes. Like, even having that Jet Giant game on the iPad, there were times where I was like, I when I glanced down there, they were still in commercial break. Yeah. They'd come back, the another flag or injury back to commercial. The penalties are crazy. That's the other thing, depending upon the crew you have. I'll tell you another thing about the Cowboy game. Real quick, because, yes, they did steamroll the Rams. That game might be different, though, and it sounds silly to say this because they scored 43 points and they beat yeah. them 43-20. So they get the ball to start the game. Dak Prescott was sacked, I guess it was three or four times 
on dropbacks. They did get a first, but, I mean, the Rams were all over him. And then on one third down, he gets hit as he throws, goes incomplete, and you're thinking they're going to punt him. Like, my God, you know, five plays, sack three times, hit another time, not a good start. And they call defensive holding that stupid five yards in the automatic first down. You look at the replay, there's nothing there. I mean, yeah, did the hand grab the – And the could, Dolphins benefited. Could change the game. Dolphins benefited from a, a same kind of what are you looking at, defensive uh, pass interference. And it makes you think that they are almost given – that the officials are given some sort of directive about how the game's going to go. We need robot referees, Jerry. Nah, we're getting that. robot umps in uh, baseball. We're not getting robot umps. We're getting really? a, No, we're getting a computer strike zone is what we're getting. We need one we're of those – getting robot umps. You know, sometimes you see those robots where they're like um, the robot dog-looking things running around on the internet. We need robot dog um, uh, refs in the NFL. That would solve things. If I had a robot dog ref, Jerry, I could keep up with a guy who's fast like Tyreek Hill. No, the officials do quite well, actually. They're in better shape than most people. Yeah, how do they keep up with, like, a Tyreek Hill? They go to the gym. I don't care how many times you go to the and gym. They, well, they got a head start. Oh, okay, they're down the they're field. They're not running more. stride for stride with them. <laughs> I mean, my God. Speaking of running, did you see the... Um, did you see the the photograph of Paul Dettino on the sideline yes. when Adoree Jackson gets beat by Alan Lazard? For the interference call? It's pretty funny. Yeah, and in fact, yeah, last night, I don't know where Chris Rose has oh, been. Oh, was, it was on the interference? It wasn't on the, the catch? Was it on the interference? Yeah, I think it was okay. on the interference. Yeah. I don't know where Chris Rose was last night. He, was, he missed another week doing the NFL highlights on NFL Network at 730 at night. Some other dude was doing them, and... And they showed the Paul Dettino, and they and they actually referenced him. Did as, they really? As, Paul, That's, I got something in my eye. That is actually Jerry. pretty funny. Yeah, they okay. referenced it because he goes, oh. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, uh, we'll take a break. 538. We are more than halfway home. You're 20 minutes away from the Boomer and Geo program. Coming to you live right here on The Fan. By the way, Rex, still chasing. Quarter to six. Now is the death part of the uh, show. Deadly. Yeah, Matthew Perry. This was awful. Away from Friends. He's my age, 54. Yeah, this was... And I'm confused as to... So it was in a jacuzzi. In a jacuzzi. His jacuzzi. He drowned. So he had car, Did he have cardiac arrest? Is that I, what they're I, saying? I have not seen that yet. They just... Uh, the only thing I've seen is that he drowned. And then, of course, they were, like, looking for drugs, and they found well, prescription drugs, and blah, blah, blah. Well, you remember... The Dateline and the 60 Minutes when his book yeah. came out. I mean, he's really had a tough go of it. He's had a struggle. I thought it was weird, like the the, the TMZs and those the, the paparazzi. They were, like, taking pictures of his parents showing up to his house. Why is that weird? That happens it's just, everywhere. It's terrible. Creeps. Oh, I agree, but you that's... creeps. There's nothing unusual yeah. about it. That's the society we're living in right yeah. now. Chandler Bing, Jerry. Yeah, one of the funniest characters ever on TV. Yeah, and it touched uh, many generations. I mean, I'm 54. I watched Friends, and my you know my nieces, my kids watched, watched it. it. Yeah, your kids watched it. Absolutely. People still. Uh, it's one of those uh, comfort shows for people. Where at the end of the night, Jerry, when you want to forget all about your problems, put on Friends, put on Seinfeld. Yeah, Ross had problems. Ross. Yeah. Who's Ross? So you really watched it? It touched no, no, you no. pretty good. No, I'm saying no. I know who Ross is. Right. What about Ross's problem? He had his problems with Rachel. Oh, yeah. And then his ex-wife. Oh, right. Never got to see Ben. Ben was his child? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that got a little too involved for me. I like when it was just like... And then Rachel's with Joey. Like, yeah, what, what? the whole so thing stupid. got nuts. I it agree. got nuts, Jerry. I agree. I like to block that part out, but rest in peace, Jerry, as yeah. they say. Yeah, horrible. Yeah, that, uh, I, I kind of was interested in that book of his. Maybe I'll read it now. I like biographies. Mm-hmm. This might be very, I think, would be very world. intriguing for yeah. you. Yeah. So I, it was weird. I, it was one of those things where I got, I was getting articles about Matthew Perry. I was like, why are all these Matthew Perry yeah. articles coming out? Because the the feed I was looking at is in order of how the news comes mm-hmm. to you. So it was like, here's a lifeline uh, all about uh, Matthew Perry and da da. And I was like, what? And then I got to the one, passes away at 54. Yep. Awful very sad, news. Very, awful news. Very, very sad. Let's do more sports, shall we? 
You said the Lions play somebody tonight, Jerry. It's the Raiders. Oh, that's right. Great. Monday night. Jerry, what's more intriguing to you? Monday night football, Raiders, Lions, or Rangers, Diamondbacks? Rangers, Diamondbacks. Max Scherzer starting. Oh, is that right? Well, did you see game one? I watched the highlights of game one and game two. That was the Seager home run and then the Garcia home run. And it's so funny because I watched a lot of that game Friday night. Yeah. And gave up on it in the eighth inning. I don't know why. I was falling asleep. Yeah, just doesn't see it's not happening. I did. I woke up the next morning and I put on the highlights and I didn't know they won. And I hit the highlights and whatever. I'm kind of half watching, half doing some work, and then I hear them with the Seeger home run. I'm like, wow. And then I kept watching, holy crap, they won this game. Yeah. And then you give the Diamondbacks a ton of credit for coming back Saturday night and winning. Um so now you go to game three in Arizona with Fott and Scherzer. Love it. And this would be interesting if Scherzer stinks again. Yes. I hope he stinks, Jerry. And I'm rooting for the Rangers. Although I will probably, to be honest with you, I will watch the Nets and Hornets. Oh, so you'll go Nets, Hornets over uh, yeah, both probably. Well, I'll be back and forth. I probably, This is weird. This is like one of those nights I probably won't watch football at all. Wow. I will probably go back and forth, net game and the, and the baseball game. And the net game on Saturday night? Is it Saturday night or Friday? I forget which one. In Dallas? That was Friday night. Did you see those highlights? No. I did not watch Nets highlights. Luka Doncic hits. So the Nets have lost. They lost their first game by a point, And then they lose to the Mavericks Friday night on a Luka Doncic three-pointer as he is falling out of bounds with the shot clock and the game clock running out. It's just the awful way to lose the game. Hell of a shot, though. I mean, just wow. So what a sports night we got then, Jerry. You're telling me we've got basketball, baseball, Football and, and hockey. hockey. Rangers play and the Islanders play tonight. There's going to be a busy updates tomorrow. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, not as busy as today. Hmm. A couple other uh, fun, surprising things from this Giants-Jets uh, disaster. Debacle. Debacle. The longest play for the Giants was four yards. Is that possible? No, that's not possible. Because what am I reading? No, 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 no. Saquon Barkley had a few runs that were longer than four yards. Well, what kind of crap am I reading, then, Terry? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. No, that can't be right. I read the longest pass play for the Giants was four yards. Oh, pass play. Pass play, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you said longest play. Oh, longest pass oh, that, play. No, no, that, yeah. They, they have minus nine yards passing. <laughs> so, yes. And so, that would make sense. That then. was probably, that was Waller's catch before he went out. Before he got hurt. Yes. Saquon Barkley ran for 130-something yards on, like, 40 carries. 128. But he had one long run of, I don't remember what it was, but it was sure a hell of a longer than four yards. 36. Plus, he had the before the fourth and one, he had the seven-yard pickup on first down, I believe. Saquon? Yeah, so that was only passing that you are talking about. Yeah, Saquon, yeah, carried 36 times, 128 36 yards. Times. There you go. I feel like he should have had more than 128 yards for getting the ball so often, although when the defense knows you're getting the ball every time. Every play they knew he was getting the ball. Then that probably takes some of the surprise out of it. Yeah. There was We're one play. We're giving you the ball again. I don't know if you remember it. There was one play with Zach Wilson where it was a third and like 15, something like that. And he rolls out. And again, he's not throwing the football. And he just runs with it along the right sideline. And it seemed like he was just angry. And he puts his shoulder down and tried to drive through the defender. That. And he like he had brick wall. <laughs> <laughs> Think yeah. he going somewhere? Yeah. Not impressive. <laughs> no, he tried. He yeah, did try. He was taking long dropbacks and yeah. then running backwards to get away from the defenders. Yeah, and in some cases was being caught. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you're a Jet fan. Like, I saw Joe Beningo dancing in the parking lot after the game. Someone videoed, they won the game. videoed this. Yeah. I, I would not be... I wouldn't be there. Because if the idea... Like, tell me what the idea of the Jet season is. That's where I'm very confused. Is it just to win games at this point? and hope for a miracle that Aaron Rodgers can return in time for the playoffs, which I don't see. I really don't see that happening, but I guess you never know. Is it that they develop Zach Wilson into a good quarterback? Is it that the defense is so good that they could win a championship with that defense? Because any of those things that we're picking out right now, I don't see. The Jet defense is very good, not taking anything away from them. They're not winning a Super Bowl, though, with this quarterback right. and this offense. I mean, C.J. Mosley at one point, I'll, I'll have the clip coming up, I think at 6.30, basically says, we were just waiting for the offense to do something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
He give you nothing for 59 and a half minutes. And I saw Alan, Alan Lazard even said, we're, we're still kind of wondering how he won this football game. They shouldn't have. Exactly. They no one should have won. No, it should have been 10-10. The NFL should have stepped in and said, no one's getting a win. Cancel the game. This is an ending in a tie. It really. I what mean, type of crowd do you think the Giants are going to get the rest of the not season? Not great. Not great. Not great, Tickets right? Tickets are bought, but I don't know who shows up. Yeah. I did. Someone has Brian Dable at the end of it. Now, think about this. The game ends. Dable probably speaks eight minutes after the game's over, maybe ten minutes. Reporter's like, what did the ownership say to you about this game? <laughs> Can you called me give yet. him a half hour to actually go see them first? Very funny. I'm going to take a break. Uh, Odyssey Sports Minute brought to you by Jack Pocket. Order official state lottery games on your phone. It is Amy Lawrence talking about what we were discussing before, the quarterback injuries. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Oh, 20 seconds or so before Boomer and Geo take over. What else, Al? I was seeing that during the break, CBS Sports Network was running the, uh, the hit on Kenny Pickett that uh, yeah. injured him. Dirty. Look dirty to me, Jay. Yeah, these things happen. The, he got rid of the ball. The guy grabbed him and slammed him right to the That's ground. That's what you want these guys to do. Work a body. They worked him, and <laughs> they got him true. out of the they game. They worked his the shoulder. And they got Mitchell Trubisky in the oh, game. They just body slammed him. Yeah, 20 to 10, Jaguars win. WFAN. WFAN-FM. WFAN-FM HD1. New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.